Welcome into another episode of Locked On Phillies. In today's episode, the Phillies lose their series in Cleveland, but they rounded out with a win. It was a weird series out there against the Guardians. Plus, the Orioles are in town to take on the Phillies at Citizens Bank Park, one of my most interesting series of the year. We'll break down what to watch for in the upcoming three-game set. And uh, I've got an apology I'm going to make near the end of the show. Totally on me. We'll talk about it as we uh, get going on this Monday episode of Locked On Phillies. You are Locked On Phillies, your daily Philadelphia Phillies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, this is Locked on Phillies. I'm Connor Thomas, your host. Happy to be here with you for another episode. Thank you for checking us out. Uh, Locked on Phillies, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing to the YouTube channel. That really definitely helps me out. Uh, so go ahead and do that. It helps you out as well. It takes like two seconds. Super easy to do. Gives you notifications when new episodes are posted and everything like that. So you never miss any content we put out on Locked on Phillies. So appreciate everyone who's already done that and appreciate you if you're going to do that. What are you waiting for? So thank you so much. Uh, regardless, whatever capacity you're checking out Locked on Phillies in, uh, very much appreciate it. And let's go ahead and jump into today's episode and discuss what happened over the weekend with the Philadelphia Phillies? They were in Cleveland. They lost two or three. It wasn't a great series whatsoever. Cleveland, like I said, multiple times before that series, not like a great baseball team. They were okay. I mean, their record shows that they should be sub 500. And I mean, the Phillies made them look like they're better than that. And the Phillies did not look as good as their record suggests they are either. They lost six to five on Friday. They got shut out one nothing on Saturday, but then they did end up winning eight to five on Sunday. So let's talk about the two losses real quick first. Uh, first off, the loss in uh, Game One of this one, the six to five loss, uh, was kind of one of those situations where Cleveland got out early and the Phillies were just chasing. They were down two nothing in the first. Then Nick Castellanos had an RBI, and then they were down uh, four to one in the fifth. And then they start clawing back. Kyle Schwarber walked in a run. Uh, and then Cleveland extended it out to 6-2. to two. Then J.T. Romito hit a two-run homer in the seventh. And Bryson Stott hit a solo shot also in the seventh. They went back-to-back -to, -back to make it 6-5. to five. And you're like, oh, okay, we got something brewing here in the seventh. And then literally nothing happened the rest of the way. So uh, Ranger Suarez gets the loss in that one. Uh, unfortunate, but just not a uh, not the cleanest game defensively and pitching-wise for Ranger Suarez and everything like that. Just, just not his best. Uh, moving on to game two of the series, getting shut out one to nothing. I mean, it was a combined two hitter by the Cleveland Guardians pitchers. Uh, Tanner Bibby was the starter for Cleveland, and he struck out eight. And it just was not a good performance at all by the Phillies. Listen to this stat line. Schwarber 0 for 4. Turner 1 for 4, Castellanos 0 for 4, Harper 0 for 3, Lemuto 0 for 2, Stott 0 for 3, Bombo 0 for 3, Marsh 0 for 3, Sosa was 1 for 1, Jake Cave 0 for 1. I mean, bad offense in that one. But then yesterday, the Phillies, well, it looks like they were in trouble again. Uh, they get in a situation where they get up early, 1-0. Uh, Bryce Harper scores on a balk, which you don't see all that often uh, in the first inning to start the scoring. But then Stephen Kwan homer to right center, uh, Jimenez homers, the Aaron Nola effect, of course. Gives up two home runs in the first two innings. It's two to one. 
three to one on a Ramirez uh, fielder's choice with an RBI. I mean, it looked like it was going to be rough early, but then Kyle Schwarber reaches on an infield single to get an RBI. Bryce Harper grounded out for a fielder's choice to score uh, Kyle Schwarber. Brandon Marsh had an RBI single to put the Phillies up. And then Craig Kimbrell gives up a home run in the ninth inning to tie the ball game as he's going for a save. Blown save for Craig Kimbrell. Four runs uh, in the 10th inning for the Philadelphia Phillies to make it 8-4, to four, and they end up closing things out 8-5. to five. So it was it was just like one of those weird series where a bunch of like strange stuff happened. No game played like very clean. The Phillies get shut out by guys they should never get shut out by. Uh, they make a weird comeback in game one, but it falls short. Uh, game three, they give up a home run to tie it after having a weird day all day and kind of coming back a little bit there and then score four in the 10th when the offense looks anemic. I don't know. It was just one of those road series. They've been home for a little bit. They go on the road. They didn't play well out there. You lose two or three. Now you've lost four of your last five games with the final two losses against the Milwaukee Brewers being counted in that. They really need to have a good series. It's not a time to be facing the Orioles, who are a very good team. But there were some positives from the Philly series in Cleveland. The one biggest one being that Bryce Harper is absolutely going to be able to play first base for this team. He's so good at first base already. I don't even know how it's physically possible. His first day playing first base, he made a diving catch into the, like the camera well in Cleveland. I'm sure you've seen the video at some point, but he goes over the railing into like this little collection area there where it's the camera wall where a cameraman would normally sit. I don't know if the cameraman had like vacated or he was on the other side of the field or whatever. But bottom line, Bryce Harper's like diving in the middle, making ridiculous diving plays. Uh, Solo, like unassisted double plays by catching line drives and tagging guys out, making diving plays down the line, keeping the ball in and everything. He was just, he's incredible. There hasn't been a play where he's really, really had to throw the ball yet. So that's still like a bit of a question. But first base, those plays are few and far between, which is why he's playing first base. And he looked awesome. I, I had a tweet when he made that diving catch into the camera roll uh, about him being a gold glove first baseman. And then he made like four more awesome plays in the series. And I'm like, is he actually going to be a gold glove caliber defender at first? Because right now he looks like it. I understand gold gloves are not one in two games. Uh, I'm not saying he's going to win the gold glove this year. You're, that would be insane to think that that's even possible. It's not. But gold glove caliber defending is possible. Not to win the award, but to play that level of defense during his time at first base for the rest of the season, that's huge. And one of the interesting things I thought, not that this means anything to the people in responsible for it but it made me think when Bryce Harper made the diving catch into the camera well one of the first people they showed was Reese Hoskins in the dugout and I just had to think that Reese Hoskins never makes that play like no chance does Reese Hoskins make that play and he's out for the year there's no chance of him coming back during the regular season at least maybe a minute one in the playoffs but it made me think Harper good at first base Hoskins do a lot of money does Harper want to play the outfield ever again like it's a very interesting dynamic for the future of this team and some guys whose futures are up in the air. Bryce Harper, not one of them, but he played so well over at first base. I hope to see them continue using him in that role. I said that he should be your everyday first baseman. I don't know how realistic that is with injury, uh, like coming back from Tommy John. I don't know if you can just throw him out there and say, okay, you haven't played the field in a year. Go be our everyday first baseman. But I'll tell you, the quality of his play says that he's more than capable of doing that, at least just ability-wise. Availability-wise, that's a different story, and I'm sure that's why uh, why Rob Thompson is not having him play first base every day. But 
I love seeing Bryce Harper at first base. Uh, and he was in a big spot come uh, the second game when it went into extra innings. I mean, he's just absolutely clutch. Two outs, and he puts himself in a situation to uh, create that extra inning opportunity for the uh, for the Philadelphia Phillies. Am I misremembering the game? No, no. Yeah, it was the game they won. Not, like, I'm crazy. But, yes, he, he puts themselves in a big sit- – puts the Phillies in a big situation with that RBI single in extra innings. That's what it was. I, I had a little bit of misremembering. So in, in the 10th, he has that RBI single, two RBI single to go ahead and create a situation, uh, or just one RBI. I thought two guys scored on it. No, Rojas scored the ghost runner from second to put the Phillies up and kind of create the rally. That's what it was. Getting all my games mixed up. Like I said, again, weird series in Cleveland where all the games kind of ran together. And it was just kind of those wake up on Monday and – what just happened over the weekend? They lost two or three. That's what type of series it was. So we can wipe that. We can move on to the Philly series with the Orioles coming up. And speaking of how Bryce Harper, I want him to be like the everyday first baseman for this team when he's available, obviously not risking injury, but as, as often as you can, I want to see that guy at first base. Well, we have a very interesting lineup for game one against the Baltimore Orioles tonight from Rob Thompson and his staff, and we're going to have to get into that. Phillies play the Orioles at 6.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tonight. You can listen to every pitch of the Phillies hometown radio broadcast on the Sirius XM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies, and you'll be able to pull that up there. Lineup's out. I don't love it. And I'll tell you why I think the lineup is the way it is, and I'll also tell you why I don't agree with it. All that coming up next as we continue Lock on Phillies. All right, well. I mean, looking at the lineup tonight for the Philadelphia Phillies, which I'm going to talk about, it doesn't look good. And the Orioles are playing very good baseball, and I would look at them to have a solid night defensively in pitching. So maybe some unders for some Phillies hitters, like hmm, Jake Cave, who hasn't been able to hit recently, Johan Rojas, who's a young player. Like, I, I don't know. Josh Harrison, uh, he's back. He is not really an offensive threat. Maybe some unders on those guys' hits. And you can go ahead and do that, put those all in, and you have a chance to win 100 times your money. Well, if you want to win 100 times your money on Daily Fantasy Baseball, Sleeper is now offering up to a 100 times payoff for up to eight pick contests. Choose as many as eight players that you like and pick more or less on your favorite baseball stats. Like I was telling you, hits, home runs, strikeouts, all that good stuff. You get your picks right, and you could win big. It's a super easy app to use. It's very simple to go ahead and put in your picks. You just scroll down and type in over, under, and all that good stuff for the stats. You get to pick your player. You get to pick your stat. You get to pick whether you think they're going to have more or less than what the number is the sleeper sets you up with. Entries can be made in like 30 seconds or less. You know how they say a pizza should be delivered in 30 minutes or less? There was like a movie about that one time. Sleeper, 30 seconds or less. It's one one thousandth of the time i'm not a math guy all i know is it's quick to go uh use sleeper and put your picks in and a hundred times your money is a good thing that's the math that i care about and all of that is possible with sleeper plus maybe most importantly safe and fast withdrawals of your money that's the best thing because when you win you don't want to have any trouble getting your money out you don't want to have to wait i don't know two months to see that money no safe and fast withdrawals from sleeper plus use promo code locked on and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. 
All right, let's talk Phillies Orioles again. Six forty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. First pitch of this ball game tonight on Monday night. It's a three-game set. You can listen to every pitch of the Phillies hometown radio broadcast of that game on the Sirius XM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies, and you'll be able to pull that up and listen to the call. And strangely enough, the Baltimore Orioles, who are sixty-one and thirty-eight, and currently in the standings, the first-place team in the American League. East and the American League in general are not favored in a game that Christopher Sanchez is starting for the Philadelphia Phillies. The Phillies are going with Sanchez tonight. Left-hand pitcher, 306 ERA, a 0-3 win-loss record, uh, 105 whip. I mean, solid numbers. Still looking for that first win. Didn't find it against Milwaukee. Has a chance to try and find it against Baltimore. And uh, Baltimore is throwing Dean Kramer out. And he's a 10-4 and record. 10 win, uh, ten game winner so far on the year. Man, learn how to talk, Connor. Uh, 10 game winner on the year so far, but a 480 RA and a 134 whip. The Orioles just win a lot of ball games, but this is a guy that's gettable. Another righty. You're used to seeing righties. He's allowed 22 home runs on the year, and he hasn't played at Citizens Bank Park yet. So maybe you're looking at those home run overs, like I was just telling you about on Sleeper, but. That's how the Phillies are going to need to get going in this game. You're going to have to hit the ball hard. You're going to have to try and hit the ball out of the ballpark. Now, he's allowed 115 hits in 108 and two-thirds innings as well, so you can string that together. He's walked 31 guys. Uh, I mean, this is just a good opportunity for the Phillies as far as a pitching matchup. Now, so is the guy that basically almost no hit him uh, among relievers as well, but uh, out in Cleveland that we just talked about, but – I don't know. I imagine the Phillies have to come out of it. Rob Thompson has been talking uh, about how the top five guys in the lineup, the Schwarber, Turner, Romuto, Harper, uh, and who else is up there? Castellanos uh, need to go ahead and take care of business and be really good players for the Philadelphia Phillies. And they need to hit like that was the basic sentiment that Rob Thompson put together. Those guys need to hit if you're going to win ball games. Well, that's who needs to do it against the Baltimore Orioles as well. I totally agree with what Rob Thompson's saying. And I don't know what he has to do to make that happen, but this lineup today is a weird one. I'm fiddling with something here if you're watching on YouTube because my computer's about to die. So let me take care of this so we don't lose the episode first, and then I'll tell you about the Rob Thompson lineup. All right, we're all we're all good to go. Look at that. What a save. 7% battery left. That would have been bad if that had just died. Uh, here's the lineup for tonight for the Philadelphia Phillies. You tell me why it's so weird. Kyle Schwarber's going to lead off and play left field. Now Bryce Harper at first base because Schwarber would be DHing. Trey Turner's going to play shortstop in that second. Bryce Harper, DH, play uh, that third. Nick Castellanos playing right, uh, batted cleanup. I would like to see Harper at first again, but I get it. Day off, whatever. Uh, Bryce Stott, that's fifth, plays second base. He got moved up in the lineup this weekend. Josh Harrison is going to play third base. Jake Cave is going to play first base, not left field like he's doing. He's going to play first base. Garrett Stubbs is going to catch. Johan Rojas is in center field. Listen to the bottom four of that lineup. Harrison, Cave, Stubbs, Rojas. 219, 211, 226, 273 batting average for those guys. And Johan Rojas, who's batting 273, it's through 11 at-bats. Here's the thing, right? When you look at the Philly schedule right now, this is why. So basically, I'm going to defend Rob Thompson without agreeing with him. It's kind of like if somebody got in trouble for fighting somebody, you might 
be able to say, hey, I understand why you did that. He called you a name. He did this, that, and the other thing. And you ended up fighting him. It doesn't mean you're right to fight somebody. It doesn't mean you're right to, like, knock him out. Like, sometimes you can understand a person's point without agreeing with the point. You know what I mean? So here's the understanding. The Phillies play tonight, tomorrow, Wednesday, off day, Thursday. But then they play Friday, Saturday, Sunday, next Monday, going into August, next Tuesday, next Wednesday, next Thursday, next Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Their next day off after this Thursday is not until Monday, the 14th of August. That's a long stretch of playing baseball. That's a lot of days of straight baseball games, and it's going to be a very important stretch of the schedule. Marlins are in there. Nationals are in there. Blue Jays, Twins, Nationals again. Like, there's a lot of teams that are in that stretch that are divisional teams. There are teams that are beatable. There are teams that you're trying to fight a wild card spot uh, for, fight with for a wild card spot. So I get with that stretch coming up. Rob Thompson wants to try and get these guys a day off. They didn't have one between uh, the series in Cleveland and the start of the Orioles series. They just played yesterday. They're playing today. But I don't know. Stagger them a little bit for me, Rob. You you can't have the bottom four of your lineup be Harrison, Cave, Stubbs, and Rojas and expect to win ball games against a team that's first place in the best division in baseball in the AL East and the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, I get it's not the best pitcher on the mound, so maybe that's another reasoning why I tried to do it. Hey, we're not seeing one of their top arms. Get everyone a day off today. We'll go after it tomorrow. But you've lost four of your last five. You're in a skid right now. You need to find a way to win a ball game. And I guess he really is giving the approach of, um, damn the torpedoes, full speed ahead. Top five guys need to hit. There's doesn't matter what's in the bottom of the lineup that those top five guys don't produce. So, like I said, I get all of those contributing factors. I still don't love the lineup that Rob Thompson put together for this game. It's not my favorite, but hey. Usually when that happens, that's the game where they score like 14 runs and win. So who knows? The bottom line, ESPN Analytics had the Phillies at a 53.1% chance to win tonight. They're minus 125 on the money line. So they are favored both in the ESPN Analytics and on the betting line. So, hey, hopefully take care of business. And then two more games against the Orioles the rest of the series. that We'll have time to talk about the rest of the way. I do want to tell you one more time, the Phillies-Orioles game tonight at 6.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Citizens Bank Park can be listened to on the SiriusXM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies. You can hear the whole hometown radio broadcast of that game if you go ahead and check that out there. So get that all squared away. And uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Coming up, we're going to wrap up with an apology I have to make. This is on me. Hand up. It happens. But, um, yep, I'll tell you exactly what's going on. And we will discuss as we wrap up Locked on Phillies. All right. So, um, yeah. If you remember, put together the Friday episode, got everything all done, got it all squared away before uh, the Phillies went to Cleveland and played their first game against the Guardians, had a fun episode talking about when are we going to see Bryce Harper at first base and this, that, and the other thing, previewing the series with Cleveland, all this good stuff. And then I asked you an off-the-poll question, and I totally forgot to tweet it out from the Locked on Phillies Twitter account or my personal Twitter account. So I'll remind you of what off-the-poll was from Friday. Uh, My apologies for not posting that out. I'm going to post it today. We'll get to it in the final segment of tomorrow's episode, but I think it was a great question. And it's still relevant because the trade deadline here is still uh, further away. Uh, we've got some time. We will have a trade deadline episode coming up later on in the week to discuss everything there. 
uh, pre-trade deadline episode. And then we'll do a post-trade deadline episode as well. So those special ones are coming to you uh, soon here on Locked on Phillies. But the question was at the trade deadline, uh, which one of these positions is most important to add for the Philadelphia Phillies? First base, third base, left field, starting pitcher. We're assuming they're going to add someone in the bullpen. I've gotten some tweets and some questions. Well, if you're assuming that, who do you want to add in the bullpen? We'll talk about that on the trade deadline episode, and I'll dive into all of those great things and those five main positions of need for the Philadelphia Phillies. But, yes, for off the poll, it'll be posted on our Twitter account at LO underscore Phillies. is my personal one at Connor Thomas 975 Again, what position do you most want to see the Phillies address at the trade deadline? Left field, third base, first base, starting pitcher. Those are your options. We will uh, discuss the results tomorrow. So a little bit of a quick turnaround on the poll, but still should be plenty of votes on that one. Uh, so appreciate everyone who jumps in and votes on that. Again, my apologies for not having that posted over this weekend. I don't know how it slipped my mind. Uh, just totally spaced on that one. So appreciate you giving me the uh, the benefit of that there. That's all for today's episode of Locked on Phillies. Thank you so much for checking us out. Really appreciate it. Series tonight with Baltimore is going to be a tough one. So it's going to be a very important week to keep up with what's going on with the Philadelphia Phillies, especially with the MLB trade deadline uh, rearing down at the start of August. So going to be a lot of news and rumors and everything that I'll keep you updated on this week. It's a great time to subscribe to Locked On Phillies on YouTube. Locked On Phillies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Appreciate that. We'll have off the poll tomorrow. We'll have a reaction to the Phillies-Orioles game tomorrow. We'll have a bit of a conversation about those top five hitters and whether or not it seems like they're going to come out of it because the season's getting a little bit shorter. There's still a ways to go, but uh, we're over 100 games in. Are we over 100 games in? I got to do some math here real quick. The math ain't math. Uh, e- oh, wait, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Not over 100 games in, but we're getting close. So the Phillies are going to have limited time to continue to push for the playoffs. They're going to have to pick it up. All of that will be on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Phillies. So make sure you go ahead and check it out. But that's all for today. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you next time on the next episode of Locked on Phillies.